Summer is almost in full swing, which means the sun's going to be shining. It's going to be hot out. You're going to need to cover those eyes a little bit, protect them, and look cool all at the same time. Check it out. Beck Sunglasses has you covered. All you got to do, log on to BeckSunglasses.com. That's B-E-X Sunglasses.com. When you're checking out, make sure you use the code MATT20. That's MATT20. I'm going to save you some money and help you look cool all summer long. Compliments of Beck Sunglasses. Also want to say a big shout out to WSM Auctioneers. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know they have uh, been a huge part of our family, not just in the podcast, but our extended family just in life. They're great people. They've got an auction online the second Saturday of every single month. Check them out, WSM auctioneers. There has been so much going on in our world as of late. Hopefully, you guys are checking out the new show that I'm a part of on the Cowboy Channel. It's called The Road to PBR World Finals. Myself, Janie Johnson, we've been hosting this show every Sunday evening. Uh, You can check your local listings, but it airs on the Cowboy Channel, and we're giving you a little bit of insight on what's happening leading up to the PBR World Finals, which Wow, is going to be here in less than two weeks. It's crazy to think that the end of the 2022 season is already here, getting ready. By the time this drops and you're listening to this, I'm on a plane to Billings, Montana for the final regular season event of the year. And then uh, one weekend off, and we're off to the PBR World Finals. So hopefully you guys are going to come join us. Hopefully you've checked out that show there on the Cowboy Channel. But I hope to see so many of you in Fort Worth, Texas. If you're coming to Fort Worth for the PBR Finals, let me know. Shoot myself or Megan a DM. Uh, tag us on social media. Uh, shoot us a message, whatever. I want to see as many people as we possibly can and use this time as effectively to try to catch up because we know so many of you that we've kind of missed all season long. Hopefully, we can all kind of get together and, and spend some time together enjoying what is going to be, I think, just an incredible two weeks there in Fort Worth, Texas. So if you're coming to the PBR Finals, hit us up. Let us know. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Hit that five-star rating. Drop us a review. Just type us. Hey, if you love the podcast, just say it. If you don't love the podcast, just say it. If you hate the podcast, I mean, it's pretty easy. Uh, just move on to the next one. There's plenty of them out there. But uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. really think you're going to like this one. I... Uh, I, I don't know if this is breaking news or not by the time this airs, but I do know that my guest this week has been selected for his fourth PBR World Finals, which is so cool to me. The very first Brazilian bullfighter ever selected to fight bulls, the biggest bull riding event of the year, the PBR Finals. Lucas Teodoro, uh, he will tell a little bit of the story of how he came from Brazil to the United States to chase a dream, how he got involved, kind of what helped motivate him, some of the inner workings of the locker room that we we have every single weekend. He is a big part of uh, bringing all of us so much joy and happiness. He's just such a good guy. You'll hear that here on the podcast. I'm so incredibly uh, thankful that he took time out of his day, out of his busy schedule in the middle of the night. We rolled past midnight, and I don't do that very often anymore. I'm getting old. But Lucas sat and had a a great chat with us. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. Let me know what you think. If you do enjoy it, all you got to do is screenshot the episode. Put it up on social media. Tell other people about it. I want to get this thing rolling again Um, pretty hot and heavy, especially moving into everything else that's going to happen through uh, 2022. So screenshot the episode. Tell your friends about it. Tag me so I can uh, put it out there and let more people know that we're – We're rolling on this podcast. So 
Um, anyways, hope you guys had a great week. Hope you guys are going to do something fun this weekend or relax, reset, whatever the case may be. Hopefully you got a smile on your face and you enjoy this episode of the podcast. Check us out, uh, at Matt L West on social media, all forms of social media. Hey, I might even back jump back into the uh, the Twitterverse, back into the Twitter universe now that so many things are changing, but constantly changing. Hopefully you guys are constantly getting better every single day. Hope you like this episode. Let's get to it. My conversation with the great, talented Brazilian bullfighter, Lucas Teodoro. So I come in the room and it's... 75 degrees in here it's it's roasting and i look at her and i said did you really not only turn the thermostat completely off when i turn it on it's set at 75 like that's ridiculous i can't can't hang i just we just worked all night like i want to come to a cold room that sounds terrible are you uh you you like a room cold yeah i like a room cold you know especially to go to sleep and uh yeah, but it's the same at my house too. You know, like I always have to go there and turn it down because, you know. <laughs> does the does the missus is she she like it warm? Oh yeah, oh, I hate yeah. it. I hate it, man. I and I don't know if it's because I'm 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 a little thicker made. I guess I don't know. You have muscle. Well, I'm I'm a little heavier. I just I don't know. I hate being hot, man. I hate being hot. When you uh, lived in Brazil growing up, what's the weather like there? Like where you, where, first of all, where in Brazil did you grow up? I grew up the town named uh, Espírito Santo do Pinhal. Oh, that's what I thought. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Espírito Santo do Pinhal. It's a state of Sao Paulo. Okay. And uh, it's, I'm like uh, two hours from the big city, you know, like Sao Paulo. Okay. So how big more. is the town that you grew up? Uh, 45,000. 45,000. Yeah. That's a huge town to me. Like, that's a, I mean, like I said, I, I live outside of a town of 300 people. So, yeah. 45,000 is a, a pretty big, yeah. pretty big it, city. It, for us, it's kind of small town, you know, like we know everybody, you know, but it's it's pretty good size, you know. Yeah. And, and that's where you spent, that's where you were born? Yeah, I was born there and then I moved, uh, to another town like an hour from there called uh, Serra Negra. It's uh so I lived there for should I think ten or eleven years and my mom and my dad got divorced. So we went back to the town where I was born at with my mom, you know, and uh So you you stayed with your mom when yeah. you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh still have a relationship with, with dad through oh, all yeah. that? Everything yeah. was still good? Yeah, it's still good, you know, like I got a uh How old were you when they split? Uh I think eleven years old. Okay. Yeah, ten, so eleven. Pretty young. Yeah. But old enough to know what was going on. Yeah, and he, it was hard for me, you know, like when you're a kid you don't want that to happen, but of course not. Yeah, so it was you know, like I've I'm good now and uh I have a good relationship with him, you know, like he's He's a big support, you know, like he always, yeah. It's, That's cool. Yeah. And uh, I have a little brother, too. He's he's 13 now, you know, and uh, just from the second uh, marriage that my, had, my dad had. So he still lives in Brazil? <clears throat> yes, sir. So is that the only sibling you have, the only brother no, and sister? No, uh, I have an older brother uh, and a younger sister. Oh, really? So yeah. there's four of you total? Yeah. And the other three all still in Brazil? Yeah. Have, every- they, have they come over here at all? 
No, uh, just my mom. My mom is here right now. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Oh, where fun. where is she? like is she in Texas? Yeah, she's there at home, and uh, she uh, when my wife went there, and uh, she went in December and stayed there like forty five days, and then she came back. My mom came with her, and she's staying here until next month. We we all go there to visit. So will she go to PBR finals? Yeah, yeah, okay. she'll oh. go. Is okay, that the good. first time she's going to see you work? Yeah. <gasps> How yeah, cool. She, yeah. oh, that's so cool, <laughs> that's man. That's so cool. Yeah, really? she never wanted, even in Brazil, she never wanted to go. And then, you know, I think <laughs> she, she doesn't want to see yeah. it. Does she get nervous? Or Like now, she's she's been at my house. And so, like, my wife gets to watch. So mm-hmm. she's watching on TV, you know, and I think she's getting more comfortable, you know. Yeah. So, like, when she was back home, Brazil, I mean, because, well, they don't have ride pass. Do, do, yeah. This is going to be a stupid question. Like, do, do people in Brazil get to watch much PBR? I mean, I know it's huge, but. Yeah. Well, when they had the ride, the actually ride pass. Yeah, back when we were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, everybody could watch it, you know. Yeah. And But she never, like, not, she, she supports me, but she never like really wanted to watch, you know, and, yeah. and now with her being here and then she's, she's watching, you know, like I got run over it the other day and oh, she was no. like, oh, did she lose her mind? <laughs> yeah. She was just worried, you know, yeah. like, yeah, but I, I can't even imagine, man. Yeah. I mean, you got to think that like it would be tough. Yeah. Because yeah, how long has it been since you've seen her? Uh, the last time was like two years. She came on the 2019 at the, for Christmas and she stayed here a couple of days and went back and now she came here, uh, this year. So she, she's been to the U S uh, a couple of times. Yeah. This her third time. Yeah. Yeah. But how long has it been since you went home? Oh, 2018. It's going to so, be almost four, yeah, three almost and a half. Years. Yeah. But we were talking before we started this. You're going to go home for a little bit. Yeah, I'm going on uh, May after the finals, and uh, shit, I just gonna stay there for like 45 days, you know, and go visit, you know, That's see awesome. some friends. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we think about it like, okay, so Megan moved away from Colorado. She doesn't get to see her grandmother as much as she would like. She doesn't see her sister and 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 her family that's in Colorado. But but at any point, we can get in the car and we can drive. And be there, you know, in several hours. It's not the same. We 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 kind of take for granted that we can do those things. You can't just jump in a car and be yeah. in Brazil in six eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's nine hours fly, you know. But it Dang. it gets expensive, you know. Like and and not that, but we had two years, you know, like with COVID. Yeah, you know, like if I would go there, I would know. I didn't know if I would be able to come back or not. You know what I mean? So, how hard is that? Because your your dream, your job, everything's here, but I know there's the the want to go back and see family and there's so many questions like are we ever going to be able to travel again? For a while we didn't know anything. So Yeah. Like did you did you ever think about just chancing it and going back and seeing what happened or did you just I'm staying here and chasing the dream and Yeah, it's always uh for me I've been always like even when I was in Brazil, I was I'll be gone for a month, you know, and so I I have never been like, I love my family, but I always like, if I this have is, to go, I'll go, you know, like, yeah. and uh, I miss him and I love him, but, you know, like, I can go a few years not seeing him, 
it, it you know like you miss him but yeah today right. you can facetime and everything yeah it's different like for my wife she's she's more like attached you know like so she <laughs> needs to be there yeah you know needs and, I, and I respect people. that like yeah. people are different you know like i was just because i have a, a reason to be here yeah you know and so i'll I want to be here and, and and chase my dreams, you know. And well, go up. and and I knew how bad you wanted to be here as much as you are. Yeah, how bad you wanted to get to the finals. And I mean, we didn't know each other really well, but I we we knew each other enough that that I knew this guy really wants to be here and like is willing to do whatever it takes. He's constantly trying to learn, constantly trying to get better. And I just I think that's so cool. But where did it start for you? How old were you when you kind of got the the bug to to fight bulls? Uh, I was thirteen, you know, and uh, I I used to hang out with a buddy of mine at the at the ranch where his uh, his dad used to like trade cattle, you know, buy and sell cattle and stuff. Yeah. And we, we were like thirteen. We want to ride bulls, and then you know, like we and we built a little arena at his house. And uh, I think I got to get on like two steers my life. So you wanted to be a bull rider? Yeah. Were you terrible at it? I I don't know because I just, I got on like two steers, you know, like I didn't really, I yeah. didn't have a clue, you know, like on what to do. And, yeah. Uh, so, and like this one day we were there and uh, a guy showed up and he was a bullfighter and uh, I met him and then close to, to the that place, there's a place where they had like jackpots every weekend this guy used to go there and and, and fight bulls and mm-hmm. that following week i went there and he asked me to help him and i started going every weekend and you know and that's when really got my attention to to fight bulls you and know? so here you are a teenage kid this guy shows up bullfighter he convinces you to help him prior to that you had never really thought about it like no. you hadn't growing up as a kid a little kid going this is what i'm gonna do no no it like for i wanted to ride bulls and then like i just changed my mind and i said well that's and then i started going every weekend and watch films you know like and uh for like three years i was just on a practice band yeah and when i was 16 i got to work my first uh rodeo as a professional really yeah so when you say you were watching films, were you watching like Brazilians that, you know, like Brazilian bullfighters there at rodeos or were you, I don't know if you, was YouTube something, were you looking at guys in America or what, what do you, what are yeah. you going to to study, I guess? It's, yeah, I, I would watch my own films, you know, okay. like and see what I need to get better, but I would watch a lot of guys there in Brazil and I also watch the the guys from US, you know, yeah. like I... Not on YouTube. You you'd find some DVDs, you know, like and stuff. And then and, and I was watch, you know, like Frank Newsom, Rob's yeah. Mats, and and Miles Hare, you know, yeah. those guys, you know, legends. Yeah, yeah. So and now you share a locker room with Frank. Yeah, like, that's how so crazy. crazy. Is that? That's pretty cool, you know. Like I got to travel with him a couple times, and you know, I would just look at him and say, "Man, I'm traveling with Frank Newsom." You know, like it's. I got it. I got to be honest, like when you first started being around kind of, I mean, I mean, we'll say full time because you're essentially full time. Uh, when you were around every week, you started coming around. You were pretty quiet. Yeah. <laughs> you're one of the funniest guys I know. 
now. <laughs> it, like, but it but it took you a little while to really kind of open up because I would say something and I would smart off and you just look at me and go, huh, yeah, whatever. Well, like, because you share a locker room with them most of the time. So, yeah. So people know, like, when you guys are in the locker room together, he was probably quiet and, like, looking at all y'all like, y'all are crazy. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. it's... You know, like, I've shared the locker room with a lot of guys that I, that I have a lot of respect for, you know. So I was, I didn't want to open my mouth and then say something stupid, you right. know. So I was, <laughs> shit, I was listen, you know, like, listen more than talking sometimes. I think it's, you know, like. It, it's way more beneficial to <laughs> yeah. listen than it is to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Dalen Swearingen brought up a good point on the podcast one time. He said, you learn a lot more when you listen yeah. than you do when you talk. Yeah. And that makes sense. And I'm still like, every time I'm sitting in there, I'm, you know, trying to listen to all of you guys. And then, you know, like, cause it's, I'm, I'm new on this tour. So I, you know, like I yeah. want to, do my best you know what i mean it's it's weird how that works because i've been around for a while now and i still kind of feel like a new guy yeah there's times where i look around and i go yeah i'm still i'm still kind of the new guy um and i've been here a while and i think that's a good thing to think well it keeps you fresh you know like it keeps you like wanted to do better wanted to be better you know like and and to me it's not being better than anybody just be better version of myself you know like better you than you were the day before yeah yeah that's i mean that's the way to look at i we talk about that all the time every day i just want to be better tomorrow than i am today right and you've done that like you've and i know you've seen this i know that fans have seen this like man you've gotten so much better yeah it's so cool to see and to me like uh i knew when that happened it would be like good for me like because last year i got to work the first half pretty much every weekend with frank and cody yeah and uh cody to me like he's the best bullfighter in the world you know like and then and i i got to learn a lot with them you know like and i had to step up yeah you know my game and then learn and uh and i when it get to the to the finals after the finals i would look my my videos from the from Florida, and then I would watch the finals. I could see a big difference, you yeah. know, in the yeah in my work. Because cool. like the first few times I saw you, I was like, the the thing that stuck out to me, I was like, damn, he's really quick. Like he's he's really quick to get to a spot, and like you you were really good at going from point A to point B, and getting there fast. Yeah, but there's a difference, and, and I'm no expert. But I've yeah. watched a lot of this stuff <laughs> over the years, right? And there's a difference in the way that guys like like Webster, yeah, like Joe Bumgardner, yeah, would just kind of float into a spot and right. then float right back out of it, yeah. And you have progressively started to just float into those spots instead of just quickly getting somewhere, yeah, and then having to quickly get out. Like you just, it's 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 a joy. Like it yeah. really is. Like it, it just kind of flows. You well, know I mean? and like. Sometimes you you gotta be quick, but you gotta know when you gotta slow down. Yep. Yeah, and, and engage that bull, and and get out of there. You know, like and and this this something that I've been learning with them a lot. You know, like and then reading situations. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is like it's not just getting to a spot. Yeah. It's being able to read the situation and 
you know, adapt. Yeah. If you've got to grab a bull and take him right back to where you just came from, then that's what you do. Yeah. Or if you're running through to shoot a gap, like there's a lot of thinking going on. Oh, people yeah. don't realize. And I'm, I'm still learning, you know, like I, I send videos to Frank, Cody, hey, uh, what do you think, you know, and, uh, and even there at the arena, hey, what do you think I could have done better, you know? Still? Yeah. Even when you're working with them every oh, night, yeah. every weekend? Yeah, you know, like we... I like to hang out with them because we're we're talking about bow fighting, you know, like all day long about the bows and stuff. So you're learning, you know, and then you. To me, I'm never gonna stop learning. You that's know? so yeah. awesome. That's, that's awesome. the way it should be. Yeah. That Cody Webster will talk about bullfighting all day. All every day. day. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he. I honestly think he could go the rest of his life without a conversation that had anything to do with anything other than bull riding or bull. bull well, fighting. you you watch videos of him like ten, eleven year old. Yeah, fighting bulls, yep. you know, like so. That guy is—he's amazing. When you got here to the U.S., well, wait, hold on, back up. Okay. How do you? Okay, so you start when you're you're 16 and you get your first rodeo. How do you go from that to coming here? Fill that gap. Yeah, I, I and then I I did that rodeo, and then uh, it was kind of hard for me to get into like more events because I I was not a like you got to be 18 years old there to to be able to go and sometimes i would you know like kind of lie cheat you know like, <laughs> that's okay you can say yeah. it i'm sure. not checking your birth certificate <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and i would go to some of them and i turned 18 i started getting more events and then there's a rodeo company that used to do a lot of a lot of the events around where i lived at mm-hmm. so i got with them and i worked with them for like two years and then my goal was to get into the PBR Brazil and and, and work <clears throat> all the events that I want to work, you know. And uh, and I got to that point, you know, like I I got into the PBR Brazil and I worked like 2011. I I worked all the the events that I wanted to do, you know, like all the That's big awesome. ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I worked there for in 2012. I was trying to get my visa because I wanted to come here. And I couldn't get it, like, I tried, like, two times and got denied. And then, like, third time, I said, well, this last time I'll try, you know. And uh, and then I got the visa, and I was able to come here at the end of 2012 So for the first time. When did you really start thinking, I got to go to the U.S.? Man, I, I always wanted to come here since I was a kid, you know. Really? Like, uh, yeah, since I was, like, little, I would watch it. Yeah. Not not just the, the the bull riding or the bull fighting, but like the lifestyle, you know, like mm-hmm. I like the culture and stuff, so I always wanna to come here and uh and then uh to at the end of two thousand twelve I came and I got to work a few touring pros. I would go with the guys and then with the bull riders and ask some of the contractors if I could work, you know, yeah. like just trying to just trying to trying yeah. to get work when you yeah, can. Yeah, not, you can not trying not trying to step on anybody's toes. I just, hey, can I work with them? You know, like in networking. Yeah, you got to meet people. Yeah, and then uh, I got my first when I got my first check. I worked for Jeff Robinson, a turn pro in uh-huh. Alabama. Uh huh. And uh, and then I stayed here for. Was like, I there? Do you know? It was Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery, Alabama. I feel like I was there. I feel like Matt Merritt was there. I don't think Matt was. No? No. But I got to work like 
first guys that I work, I work a few events for uh, Jordan Marshall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Laredo and uh, Wichita Falls. Do you remember the first bullfighters you worked with here in the U.S.? Uh, Jason Gibbs and uh, Joey Hackett. Really? Yeah. That was quick. Like, yeah. You really remember. Yeah. And uh, I still keep in touch with jo- Jason, you know, yeah. like he's a nice person. I really like him, you know. And You've... Uh... That's the cool thing about bullfighters is, yeah. is you work with a lot of guys. Yeah. You work with a lot of people because you never know who's hiring who. Yeah, that's and right. So you do get to work with a lot of different people. Yeah. You, uh, who, who's, is, has anybody really stood out? I mean, I know like Frank and Cody and Jesse and those guys, but is there anybody else that really stood out for any reason? Did nah. you ever work with Mad Dog? No. The Australian? No. no. We, uh, he, he would have stuck out. Because he was just a, you talk about a different personality, man. That guy, he was, he was crazy. Really? Oh, super crazy. So, yeah, I've tough. heard about that. <laughs> yeah, everybody, <laughs> there's stories. There's a lot of stories. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. You know, like I, I can't complain about anything, but I think what, what helped me a lot, uh, when I first decided I want to come here, I started like, learn the language you know like and because i always had in my mind well bull rider he all he needs it's ride his bull and he's right he can get anywhere you know like but to me how i gonna call somebody and ask for a job if i can't communicate you know well even so there's a lot of talking that goes on in the middle of bullfighting right in the middle of trying to save yeah. somebody there's there's a lot of communication yeah it, it has to be you know like you got to be able to communicate there because it's it's a teamwork so we gotta you gotta be able to talk, so yeah. how old were you when you started learning english i don't i can't remember probably like 20 18 or 20 how old I think. are you now 34 Okay, so you've you've been working on it for 10, 12, 15 yeah, years. Yeah. Okay, cuz cuz I always talk about like man, your English is awesome. Thank you. It, to the point where you're a smart ass in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious cuz like you you wonder sometimes when somebody's from a different country, like what do they pick up and the little you know, slang and different terms. Yeah. You got it knocked down, man. <laughs> well, there's some stuff that I still like, oh, what they're talking about, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but but you'll come up with these zingers and we all just laugh because you used to be so quiet. Now it's just like. It's just fun. I just love being here, you know, like being on the locker room with you guys. It's. Well, I don't think you realize how much that helps us too. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad to know that. Because it. We were talking before we started this podcast. It becomes I don't I don't want to say that it becomes a job, but at the end of the day, it's a job. Yeah, and there's a we're not complaining because it's a blessing, but there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of uh, frustrations. There's just a lot of things that go into this lifestyle that people don't realize. Yeah, yeah, and then we we have a good time there, but at some point. Things start getting serious, you know, like we start getting mind right and uh it's time to go to work, you know, like and we everywhere we go we gotta like sold out crowds, especially for you guys, you know, like for us it's we're we're protecting the best bull riders in the world. That's you right. Know? So we there's a lot of Do you ever stop and think about that? 
Yeah, it, you know, like, it's crazy, you know, like, it's... I think about this every weekend, I think, you know, who am I announcing, who am I introducing that 50 years from now, people are still going to hold on a pedestal, and who, yeah. who are those guys that people are, like, you know, we still talk about guys like Jim Shoulders, you still talk about Lane Frost, you still talk about the Ty Murrays, and, and I look now and I go... At what point in my career am I going to be able to say, man, I got to introduce that guy every weekend. I yeah. got to hang out in the locker room with that guy every weekend. That guy's my friend. Like, do you see some of those guys right now? Oh, yeah. Like, Jose, what we got to see last year, yep. 97, 98. Yep. I don't know if, if it's going to be like. Yeah, I don't know that somebody that'll ever else, you again. know. Yeah, you know, and then we're we're lucky to be there. Yeah. Down there on the dirt, watching those rides, do you get caught up in like watching it and then you're like, oh, I got a job to do? <laughs> or are you like, do you have to go back and be like, dang, I need to go watch that on film because I wasn't even watching it standing there? Yeah, it's, I don't, you, you can't get like caught up because it, you know, like it's, we're watching a lot of stuff mm -hmm. on that moment, but you still get to, to yeah. enjoy that. Yeah, you know, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it gets you pumped up, you know, like when you see a guy ride a ride like that. It's know? cool because I went back and watched uh, videos. Matter of fact, this weekend, and, and now I don't remember who it was, but I remember because Cooper Wallen's here filling in yeah. this weekend. And about the five-second mark, I can see him just start pumping his fist. He's still stepping forward, yeah, moving into where he needs to go. But he's got like his left arm just pumping in the air because like he he's excited. And oh yeah, kind of caught up in it. It, it. it gets us excited, you know, to see guys stepping up and then yeah. doing that kind of stuff. You know, is, is there anybody that you haven't worked with that like you really wish you could, even if they're retired? I mean, uh, Joe Baumgartner. Yeah, yeah. Joe's the coolest. Yeah. Have you got to spend much time around him? Well, I've never met him. You've I, never met no, Joe? No, I, I got to shake his hand last year at the finals, but he was, when they were doing the, the deal for Ted, and he was just walking out, and I shook his hand, but I never got to talk to him, you know. Oh, we got to make sure that, that you get to spend some <laughs> yeah, time with Joe. Yeah. Joe's a character. But but I think, I think at this point i think he's the greatest that's ever done it yeah I, I genuinely do i mean because he always did his job without anybody without being noticed yeah and and I, he told me that one day he said you know to me the best bullfighters are the guys that do a great job at doing their job without being noticed yeah right and that kind of struck stuck with me cuz i was like yeah that makes sense like you do everything right without you know, taking these yeah. huge hits unless yeah. you absolutely have to. Yeah, it was he was pretty smooth. You know, like I I watch him a lot too, and I really really like the way he. And even Frank say that he was he was you know good good. Yeah, guy to work with. You know, Cody reminds me a lot of him. Yeah, the way he works. Yeah, I don't want to brag on him too much. <laughs> you don't want him to get the big head. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. He, yeah. Did you ever want to freestyle? Was that really a thing uh, that you were into? Not no? really, you know. Like yeah. I, uh, I think, uh, 2016 or 17, I went and did some uh, the BFO camps. You know, right. when they were having those camps, and at that point, I said, "Well, I, you know, like I want to do it." And uh, 
I went to two freestyle of Shorty when he had the yeah the his deal, and then I started getting uh, velocities to work, you know, and I'm, I'm more comfortable doing the cowboy protection, and that that's how where I wanted to be at the PBR, so I didn't want to you yeah, know like you stay focused on that yeah. goal and don't take a chance. Yeah, because but it, it it's it helps uh, on the cowboy protection, you know. Uh, you know, breeding cattle. Yeah, you know, and uh, that that all goes together. How hard is it to to think about going to a different country? You talk about how you know the third time you applied for your visa, you finally got it. But like, you think about that. Yeah, you want to chase a dream, but you're leaving everything. Yeah. Did you know people here? Uh. Just some bull riders, you know, and uh, I I stayed at the Rubens Barbosa's house for like a month. And, Such uh, a good guy. Yeah, and uh, him and his wife. And then uh, there's some other guys coming, and they all ran an apartment, and we lived together, me, Eduardo, JRV. It's when they, they come, the first time they came to, you know. Wait, and, you uh, lived with all those guys? Yeah. How did I not know that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty solid group of yeah, guys. Yeah, it was. It was pretty fun, you know, and there's like three other guys. Uh, one uh, was uh, Wesley Lorenzo. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah, and he was there too, and there's other two that they went back. But it, it was pretty cool, you know, like we lived together a little bit. They were helping me, you know, like, because, you know, they said, well, you're not making any money here, so we're not going to charge you rent, you know, like. Really? So that's, that's fine, so I'm going to cook for for everybody, you know. <laughs> there you like, go. Yeah. You, you got to find a way to, yeah. to you know, Help to out. carry your yeah. load. Yeah. And, uh, and I I knew English by that time, so whenever they need something, I would help them too, you know. And uh, Or like JRV, like first week he got here, uh, we would go to Touring Pro somewhere, and I think in Alabama or Georgia, I can't remember. And Rubens would go too, but we went to practice pen and Rubens broke his collarbone. Yeah. So Rubens was the one that was here before and knew how everything worked. And I told JRV, well, I, even if I'm not working, I'll go with you, you know, like, and then. Just to help? Yeah. Me and him just drove there, and I think he went one, like, second or third, you know, like, it was pretty cool, you know, like, to, and now uh, we're all on this tour here, you know, like, it's. Yeah. It's fun. Scale of one to ten, how good of a guy is Joao? Oh, eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, we 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 try to convey that to fans, but I I just don't think you can truly appreciate what a good human he yeah, is. Yeah, he is. He's good heart, you know, and uh, does a lot of good stuff. He helps a lot of people there in Brazil too. You know, like it's really yeah, really really neat guy. Um. Yeah, he just he's a, he's a fascinating character because wasn't he a vet or still still does some veterinarian work? Or yeah, he works? he does some here with the guy, you know, yeah. like just do something, you know. But he he probably be something that he's gonna do when he retire. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He's he's gonna do something to help other people. That's just the kind of guy. He yeah. Is. That's crazy. I didn't realize that. Like you were such a big part of you know back in the beginning and and, and living with those guys because. You think about it now, like those are some of the biggest names in our sport. Yeah, that's pretty stinking cool. Yeah, it is, and and they always tell me, man, I'm happy for you, you know, yeah. to be here, you know, and 
because you had a locker room full of Brazilians wanting you to be on this tour. Yeah. You, I mean, do you realize that? Did you know at that point that every one of the Brazilians was voting for Lucas? Yeah. Period. They wanted you here. Yeah. And, you know, I'm from America. Like, I don't understand everything that's being said in that locker room. I get it now. Yeah. Like, I completely get it. They all, every one of them, was in your corner. Yeah. That's- and it was it was pretty cool, you know, like, and I can't name everybody that helped me because they were all trying to help, you know, yeah. like, and then, and back when I came, it was like, uh, Guilherme was still here, you know, like, uh, Robson was still riding. And, man, those guys, they were like the, the veterans here, you know, like, they were, they were the older guys, so they had more, like, people that they knew, so they always gonna make like phone calls and try to help me you know you know my portuguese is very limited and i mean very <laughs> limited um but galermi robson silvano yeah. those guys i i remember we would be in vegas at the world finals getting ready for a draft or something and i'd just say you know hey teach me something and they they all would just come and try to help me learn Portuguese. Yeah. At least enough to get by. And, you know, you know, I yeah. can, like, say hi and, and greet new guys. And as soon as I say hello in Portuguese to some of the new guys that just got here, you can see their face light up. Like, I feel like that means something. You know, like, like, yeah. like it's important. Because I know it's important to us when Brazilians spend a lot of time trying to learn the language. Yeah. Is it the same way? You know when Americans like try to learn a little Portuguese to, or does it even matter to most? I think it does, and then when they see somebody speaking Portuguese, I think it, well that that's cool, you know, like because a lot of them they they wanted to communicate, but right. you know there's that the bare language, you know, like that they can't communicate, you know, like and that to me it's it's big big of a deal, you know, like it. It's hard to I like to talk, language, you know, man. like I like to meet people, you know, like and, and to me it's I don't think I would be able to still be here if I couldn't speak the language. It'd be tough. Yeah. It'd be really tough cuz is there there's not a lot of Brazilians here bullfighters. No. Like I I know you and and uh is it, I, I don't want to uh, say his name wrong. Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. Do I know Wagner? That uh his nickname is uh, Pessimo. That, okay, yeah. okay. I've never heard him called Wagner. <laughs> yeah. What's his Pessimo real name? Pessimo is what I is is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's the only other one that I that I know of. Yeah, there's I'm sure there's more. There's another guy. He lives with uh San Mitchell. Okay. That okay. uh contractor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like two other guys that came before I come. They work some PRCA road use, you know, like mm-hmm. before. And uh, I don't think they ever got to work a PBR. When did you, when did you meet your missus? Because you, and was that when you moved back home, or because you come over here and you're living with these bull riders? That's not really the best, you know, <laughs> relationship starting, you know, opportunity. Yeah. Well, we met in 2009. Okay. And. uh She's from uh, Sao Paulo, the big city, but she had family in my hometown. So she would go there on the weekends, and we had, uh, you know, some friends that I knew and she knew. And 
one was like my cousin. So we met, we started kind of dating, you know, and uh, but she's always supported me, you know, like and when I had to take some, make some decisions and stuff. And uh, and when I first came here and she was like, well, you, you have to go, you know, like. And, she didn't come with you? No. How hard was that? Yeah, it was hard, you know, yeah. like in the. I, the first time I came, I was here for like three months, and then I went back, and then I stayed there the, the rest of the year, and I came back uh, at the end of the year, and so I, for like two years, I was back and forth, mm-hmm. coming here, staying like three months or four months, and going back. Were you married then, or still no, dating? just dating. Okay. And, uh, and then 2015, I said, well, I, I want to go and stay there. And uh, then I had to come and work on my my visa, you know, changing my visa and everything. Right. And then she came on 2016. So you had been here about a year. Yeah, but we kind of we kind of broke up a little bit on that that time, you know, yeah. like for like eight months. Cause right. it, I didn't know what was going to be in my life, you know, like so. It was just hard on both of us, so. And then I went. I got all my visa done and stuff, and I went back. We got back together, and then she came with me. So then she moved here full time. Yeah, and she had a pretty good job there, you know, like it, everything. And she left and came here with me, you know. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When somebody will give up a really good life to just up and move somewhere yeah. that they don't know anything about, and I say that. Because this one did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, she quit her job as a in law enforcement. She up and moved to Oklahoma, like, and and it makes you want to try harder. Yeah, to chase your dreams. Doesn't oh it? yeah, and like for her, she's you know like she never wanted to live in U.S. You know, like not something that she dreamed about. Really? So she's here living my dream. You know what I mean? You know, being like my support. So I. Mm-hmm. I respect that a lot, you know. And but now, two beautiful kids. Yeah, tell us about them. Oh, uh, they're they're everything in my life. And they're know? how old? Uh, Gabriel, he's a uh, three year old. Okay. And uh, Giovanna, she's uh, ten months old. So your son Gabriel, uh, is is like the pictures of you and him are just so cool, <laughs> so like cool. so cute, yeah, so cute. And then Giovanna. It, you said 10 months? 10 months, yeah. Man, how hard is it to leave now? Oh, it's hard. You <laughs> is know. it like leaving Brazil all over again yeah. every, every weekend now? Yeah, you know, it, it's harder, you know, because your mom and dad, you, it's still hard leaving them, but when you're talking about kids, it's different. It's different. And so, I, I didn't realize that love until I... Yeah become a parent you know so when you go home are you on full-time dad duty or oh yeah 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 does she ever just say okay they're yours now i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get my nails done or go to the salon or or what get a massage i need a break yeah it you know like with the baby it's pretty hard on her it it, you know takes a lot of off the mom you know like and with gabriel like i pick him at daycare and i I stay with him all day you know like the rest of the day I shower him and I put him in a bed and you know like and but with the baby there's a lot of stuff that she still take a lot of mom has to be there yeah 
There's some, yeah. believe it or not, there's things that a man can't do. Yeah. I hate to admit that, but it's the truth. Yeah. Like there's certain things a woman just has to be there for. And yeah. so is this the first time your mom got to meet her, your daughter? Oh, Giovanna. Yeah. When, uh, when my wife went there in December, that's when she got to meet her. Oh, know, okay. Yeah. And, okay. So she took the baby. Yeah, yeah, she had had the I guess December. Yeah, yeah, yeah the math works out. Yeah. She had, yeah, that was hard because I was like forty five days away from, and you know, like it was. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And she couldn't. Okay, so December, January, February, March, April. Yeah, you know, she was four or five months old when she left. Yeah, because she was born in June. Okay, so so yeah, six, six months. months. Yeah, six months. And now all of a sudden leaving for a month and a half, like yeah. no way. <laughs> oh Plus, man! Uh, and and a lot of that time you were on the road. Yeah, and I was glad because we had like a uh, New York, and then I went from New York to Denver to from Denver to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So like that whole week I was gone, you know, yeah. and 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 I was glad she was there too because I wanted the the, the kids to grow up close to her, her family, to their cousins, you yeah. know. And, and I want to go back to, like, talking about when you moved here, the guys kind of taking care of each other. That never stops with the Brazilians. Yeah. There, it, it is a constant looking out for each other. Yeah, it is. It's, well, I don't know. We, we go to gym together, work yeah. out, you know, and uh, it's – we walked into a, yeah. a teriyaki place for lunch yesterday, and there's 15 Brazilians <laughs> in there. It's like, like, it's so cool though to see you go to lunch, go to the gym, go to dinner. You know, room, everything. Yeah. You know, order dom. What is what the hell is the deal with Domino's <laughs> and, and Brazilians? <laughs> I mean, the, I think it's, it's just easier. You know, do you have order. do you have Domino's in in uh, in Brazil? No, no, do you have pizza places like yeah, that that deliver? Of, yeah, Pizza Hut. I think it might be Dominus now. I I don't know. But is that what it is? Is it just because it's easy? I think it's easier, you know, you just go to to the app and in order, you know, like and now with DoorDash, Uber Eats, it's yeah. it kinda easy too, you know. I just look at all these high level athletes that are just like shredded and like yeah. abs and everything. <laughs> Every, every night, every day, weekend, just order Domino's. Domino's like it's going out of style. You see yeah. the Domino's guy come through the lobby and you're like, oh. Here comes the Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's just, I try to stay away because I, I have to try to eat right because yeah. I'm easy to gain weight. So, Same. you know, and like today, when I, after I get done, I give myself, you know, like, well, that's, that's eat. Yeah. You, you treat that, yourself? Yeah, you know, yeah. and, uh. I get chocolate and stuff, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> but but do you wait till after after yeah. work? Yeah, and then I, I'll, I'll go back to it on Monday, you know. But it's always, since I was a kid, you know, like it's always something that I struggle with, you know, because I I love to eat, so I yeah I have to, you know, you get, have to really pay attention to that. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, and and I make no bones about it. When I was. After I graduated high school, went to college, I became just a total fat kid. And 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 at heart, I'm still a total fat kid. Like I still I still and Megan, she's seen this. Like I will eat like I'm three hundred pounds again. Um shit. After we got done tonight, I ate like I was <laughs> like it was going out of style. I was just so hungry and stuff. But but it doesn't take much for me to get off track and yeah. start to gain weight and I look at myself in the mirror and I 
nope, okay. Time to get back in the right Well, direction. but I, I see you guys going to gym every day, and I, you know, that's like, the one thing I we admire that, you know, because yeah. I've, I've, you know, like it, it's not something that I love to do, you know, like working yeah. out and stuff. I do because I really need, mm-hmm. but you know, like part it, of your job, yeah, you know, and uh, but it, it's pretty cool, like going every day, especially on the weekends, you know, like it's, well, it's a lot it, of effort. It's kind of become like our. Like for me, that's my therapy. That's that's where a lot of people will go have a glass of wine, or they'll go, you know, have a few beers or what have you. Uh, that's my therapy. I go to the gym, I focus on me, and I ignore everything else. Yeah. I kind of unplug, and that's yeah. just you know, that's cool. Yeah, it, yeah, it's become where like we talk about this a lot. If if I don't get to the gym, especially on the day that we work, yeah, I'm not good. Yeah, like it affects my mental clarity. Right. I'm just not good at my job. Yeah, and to me, I I go to gym and I say, well, I got to work on this and that, you know, like, and yeah. so I I just use that as my like uh, my my fuel to go to gym and then work out, you know. Um, what year were you, was your first PBR finals? 2018. Is that the year? Because you came in as an alternate. Yeah. Year? Is that uh, right? well, uh, Shorty got hurt. And yeah. then he couldn't go, and I went to fill him for him. How does that call feel? Like when you get that call that says we need you at the finals? Oh, I, I was like in shock, you know, like for for a second, you know, like yeah. and I I could like still like two or three days, I I wouldn't believe, you know, like yeah, damn, I just got a call, you know, like <laughs> I think about that a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah, like. And not every weekend, but there's a lot of weekends where I just kind of look around and go, man, we're really doing this. Yeah. Like, we're really here. Yeah. And I sit around the locker room and I'm like, yeah, this is real. And that that's the thing too, like it, you can get stressful, you know, like the traveling and everything, but then like I, I get myself and I think, well, this is what I dream about it, mm-hmm. you know, so. You Isn't know, it a blessing? Yeah. You know, so I've just tried to, you know, like forget about all those stress and stuff, you know, and just. You step on the dirt at T-Mobile Arena. Like, do you look around and kind of take it all in or do you just try to stay focused on the buck and shoots? And Yeah, I try to stay focused, you know, and uh, but at the same time, it was a lot of pressure, you know, on myself and it was. Cause that was the first time I was I was working with uh, I think first time I was working with Frank, you know, and, and Jesse. Oh, really? At the yeah. finals? Yeah, I, oh, I worked with uh, Webster at Velocity, and I think at Turn Pro in Allen. Right. But with Frank and then Jesse was like first time, and then that word. How him. stressful! Yeah, yeah that's it was, a lot of pressure. <laughs> and, and did you throw up? <laughs> I would have. <laughs> no, but it was in, and also like. You go to uh, Velocity Touring Pro, the 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 bulls are different too. You know, like the bulls here, they're they're it's a different level, faster. You know, yep. like and yeah. to uh, like third third night or last night, I was getting more like use it too. You know, like and getting more comfortable. It's like the NFL versus college. Like everybody in college football is pretty good. Yeah, like they're high level athletes. But when you take the best of the best high-level athletes and take them to the NFL 
everybody's faster. Everybody hits harder. Like mm-hmm. it, it's different. Yeah. It's the same thing with the bulls here. Yeah. It really is. Um, a lot of pressure to fight bulls for the first time with Frank Newsom in front of 15,000 <laughs> people in Las Vegas, the PBR finals. Yeah. You say what you want about everything else, but just stepping into the arena with Frank is enough to make a guy want to throw up. A yeah. I, I was nervous, you know, like in the, I got there early at the arena, and I had my family with me there. My wife and and, and Gabriel was there, and he was just like two and a half months yeah. old, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, she didn't really got to go. She went like one night, and it was too much for him, so she didn't really go. And I I went early to the arena, just got the jersey with my name, you know, and was looking at it, you know, it, how cool was that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and not even just that. You're the first guy from Brazil ever voted in to fight Bulls at the PBR Finals. Yeah. Like, a hundred years from now, when bullfighters are coming from Brazil to the U.S., it's still going to be you that yeah. was the first one to do it. It's kind of like what Adriana did for all these bull riders, you know? Bingo. Yeah. And, uh, and for me, too, because it... He opened up the doors for everybody to come, you know, and and we gotta we gotta be thankful for him, you know, for so what many he did. so many doors, yeah. And, and, and there's a lot said um, about different people and different personalities. Adriano sat with me in New York City, and we did a podcast that that we had to stop halfway through because it was so good. It was so long. We did a two part podcast, and like. At this time, he's a three-time world champ. He is a Ring of Honor recipient. He's a legend. He doesn't have to take time to do that. Yeah, I, I've always thought that was so cool that that he shit. He came to my hotel room and said, "Yeah, let's do it." And we're in New York City, and just like to me, I'll never forget that. That meant so much to me. Um, but he did. He opened up the doors for a lot of guys to come from your country over here to to compete, to try to chase dreams, and to try to better life for their families back home too well and you you think about like back then there's no like uh facetime there's no yeah you know internet that probably was but not like today email probably you know yeah Yeah. but when you leave you leave it's not like like we like you say with facetime if something's bothering us we can grab our cell phone and see somebody's face right yeah get that comfort yeah. You couldn't do it back then. Yeah, it was. I can't imagine. I bet it was pretty hard for him. You know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Go back to what I just said. You're the first Brazilian <laughs> that's that's ever fought bulls in the PBR finals. You ever stop and think about that? Yeah. I and mean, I know you were nervous and everything, but now throw those nerves away. Now you're a part of of bull riding history. You're yeah. a part of the history of the PBR. You've done something that nobody else can ever say that they did yeah it's it's pretty cool you know like sometimes i don't even think about that because i want to just keep focusing on on what i'm doing you know and then it's just it's and that's like my life i always had goals you know like i i had goals to to work like the events that i want to work in brazil and then I had goals on coming to U.S. Mm-hmm. And one of my goals was to work at at World Finals, make mm-hmm. at least you know like be at World Finals. And so I always want to 
you know, like keep keep doing what I'm doing, you know, like and when you when you start to accomplish those goals, like for my matter of fact, the very the last podcast Megan and I did, we talked about how sometimes my goals have shifted, you know, and once I achieved the goal of getting to the PBR World Finals, it was like, well, I wanted to do it this many times. I did that, and then it now it it's changing to some other things that we'll get into. Have you seen that? Like, like, what are your goals now? Do you have any any new bars that you've set for yourself? I just wanna wanna like stay on this tour, you know, like yeah. until I retire from fighting bulls, you yeah. know, and, and so that that's my goal to do my best to stay here, you know. Do you have a timeline? Do you, do you like? Do you have an age where you're like, oh, I would like to retire by this? Uh you're just gonna go. I don't know. Maybe like right. if I if I be able to go until like 42 or yeah. something around there, I'll be happy. You know, you're in good shape. Yeah, it it's, it all depends the injuries. You know, like you you never know. I just try to leave a day at a time and yeah. put it in God's hand. You know, like He knows the best for me. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. What What about after bullfighting? Like like, have you thought what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do you know? Shit, I I don't know. I you just, sound like all of us. Hell, I, 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 <laughs> hey, if I haven't if, thought that far, if I lose my job tomorrow, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna yeah, do. Yeah, I I got some some stuff in my mind that I was I want to start working on it like right now. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get to that point, that stuff that deal or that it's business to is gonna be like going good. So yeah. I can it's gonna be something for me to do. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Do you have any like saves or like situations in the arena that you are super proud of that you go back and think like, damn, that was a good one? Not really. Like there's one that that first finals that I made, uh, one, the, uh, Il Silvano and I made a good save on him. You know, that boat just threw me on the air you know like and i just landed on my feet and i was like man that's cool every, <laughs> you know every time i watch it it was like damn that first finals you know like I'm, i feel like i you got pretty high yeah i yeah. feel like i know which i know which one you're talking about yeah and then then i didn't know that boo and then cody said man that boo hooked the shit out of me you know like <laughs> <laughs> but you guys kind of talk about that yeah people yeah. don't realize you like you guys recognize bulls or or somebody will go hey this dude yeah and then the that bull like he was he was pretty mean you know and i didn't know him so i just and but i had that it was just the right time you know and then it was it was pretty cool that i, I really like watch that one every time i yeah that, that's cool how did you feel last night did you think that bull was gonna get into the crowd oh oh yeah God, that scared me <laughs> okay so to to tell the story, as we record this, we're in Nampa, Idaho. Last <laughs> night, a bull comes down the load alley and nearly jumps over what most people would see as like the 90-degree turn between the out gate and the buck and shoot. And there's a full screen from ground to... How tall is that? Eight foot? Yeah. Maybe? And it's like yeah. ratchet strapped down. Like, it's a whole system. And he almost cleared that whole son of a bitch. <laughs> he yeah. knocked all that down. Like, a couple times he tried to clear it. You guys are standing there. Well, like, what do you do? Like, what do you oh, think? Oh, you just, 
like at that moment there's not much we can do you know like because yeah. he, he's inside but once he's in the arena and he was trying to jump and hit that gate so and we that got, gate popped open yeah we got to <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> yeah. yeah he slams into the the gate on the side like, of the arena and it just flies open yeah it was luckily wild. he wasn't like looking and he kind of went the other way but i was like oh this is not gonna be good but in that situation what all and it's the same as when a guy gets hurt and yeah. when he's knocked out, to watch you guys and and you know I come to the locker room yeah. like on on nights like that and I'm like hey, <laughs> you earned your paycheck tonight. <laughs> but in a situation like that, to watch you guys all swarm that bull and get his attention away from the fence and away from get you know because he's running pretty high headed yeah like he's gonna jump and you guys get his head down and get his attention like it it's so. So cool to watch. Yeah, it is, and that's what we got to do. And then we, that guy on horseback, just rope him and get a rope on yeah. him. Yeah, helps when you got a good guy with, with <laughs> yeah. a rope. Yeah. Were you in Vegas when Uncle Gangster jumped out and ran out of the back? Was that at the door? team thing? Yeah, it was at the team. No, thing. I wasn't there. Oh, it's Megan's favorite bull, <laughs> really, because of that. Yeah, <laughs> he was like he bucked, and he knows his job. He bucked, and instead of taking him to the trailer, they put him in the rear ride pin. Well, he was like, no, this is not where I'm supposed to go. So while we were standing there doing stuff for CBS, he just jumped right out of it. Really? And everyone panicked. And he just went to the trailer and stood there like, hey, let me in. <laughs> but I was like, oh, my God. Like, everyone went running, and, like, it was a whole thing. And I was like, oh, what's the plan if one of these suckers gets out? I'm like, oh, Thankfully, no. Thankfully, it was an empty arena. It was <laughs> yeah. just us. Yeah. I didn't know any of that was happening, or I would have had a heart attack that my – was a girlfriend fiance i guess it would have been girlfriend at the time yeah i think so was there yeah golly that's yeah anyways yeah. i yeah, might have just it got can be scary we we're used to but like for people that are not used to yeah be yeah like in front of a bull it's well yeah and then panic. how annoying is it that fans will stick their arms through the panels and they'll try to hey bull hey bull. oh that's <laughs> i just want to punch or hang their yeah. kids over yeah and like oh. that's the bull like no, it's crazy. You just they, want to choke them. They, they just don't know, like, yeah, how dangerous it is. You know, we know because we deal with it every weekend. It. Yeah, and they don't, they don't realize how. Golly, man, danger is it? I don't, I don't. <laughs> people bless yeah. their hearts. Yeah, it's crazy. Bless yeah. their hearts. So, uh, we'll kind of wrap things up. But hey, I want to know this: Is this the first podcast you've ever done? I think I've done one with a guy from California. Let me ask you again. Is this the first? Just say yes. Just make me feel good. Say this is the first one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I got I to gotta compliment you because you showed up. You brought my wife a you large did. diet Dr. Pepper from yeah. Sonic. My favorite and like you drink ever. immediately became her favorite bullfighter ever. So yes. I, I appreciate that. Um, man, what, would you say, what would you say to... Brazilians right now dreaming of doing what you're doing or come into the U.S. and there's like, got to be kids. There's got to be kids over there now that are watching you and yeah. saying, I want to do that. What yeah. would you, you say to them? That. Like, what could, what would you say to them right now? Uh, just, you know, just put a lot of work on it and believe, you know, like, I think you got to be the, the first one to believe in yourself, I think. If not, you know, like... Who's going and, to? Yeah. Because... Yeah. To me, there's a lot of people that doubt about that I was going to get here, you know. Yeah. And Heck yeah. I've never, 
I didn't know how long it would take, but I knew I would get here. That's so how cool. Do you, how do you mentally do that? Like, how do you know I'm going to do this? Well, just, you know, like, there's there's a lot of moments that I would just, you know, like, imagine myself here, you know, yeah. like, and, and, and look at myself. And I was finding ways, you know, like, well, getting better, you know, like, learning and what what, what I need to do to to get to that level you know what i mean dude it, sh- it shows yeah and, and like it's and it again i'll say it again it's so cool to see yeah um i'm so glad you're here thanks you Matt. make our our locker room so much better and i say our locker room it's the bullfighter <laughs> locker room but the announcers take over too uh which is you think about it, the group of guys we have it's a pretty motley crew it's you know most times it's you Cody Webster, Frank Newsom, or Jesse Byrne. Yeah. And Flint, and then me and Clint Atkins. That's, that's pretty, a neat. pretty rough yeah. crew, but it's still pretty cool to think that, like, we spend every weekend together, and eventually we're going to get old, and I'm getting older. I know. You guys day. need to start taking locker room picks. Yeah. And we like have, we have a few times. We yeah. have a few times, and they always turn out with one person being really silly and everybody. Like it, but, <laughs> but those are the best. Yeah. Like, it's, it's memories that when we're old and in our wheelchairs or our rocking chairs, whatever it is, like, we'll, we'll sit back and we'll go, man. What a good run. It was fun. What yeah. a cool run. It's it's always been like man from like last year to this year, you know, like it's it's pretty cool to get to that locker room. It it's fun, you know. Especially when you get comfortable. Yeah. Cuz it, it it takes a while. Yeah, it it's I'm I'm that way, you know, like if I don't know people much, I'm just quiet, you know, mm-hmm. and uh but once I get comfortable, I I like, you know, like yeah. just to be a smart ass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be a smart ass like the <laughs> just, rest of us. Just keep that energy good, you know, like laughing and, and you know. And it is. It's it's like, it's a good vibe. Like yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of just kind of lighthearted fun until what? About 10, 15 minutes before the show yeah, starts. Yeah, and then it's time to. It's pretty serious. Yeah. Do you have pre-game like rituals that you do or superstitions that you have to do in like a certain order or anything before you go out there? Not really. I like to read my Bible. and, and Is it a specific verse or just whatever I, you Yeah, I'll, I'll read the uh, Psalm 91 every time. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like every weekend? Yeah. That's that's that, cool. That's yeah. interesting. That's something yeah. that, like, you know, and I think it's Eduardo that that I feel like I go in the in the locker room and it's every weekend I see him in a corner. A lot of the Brazilians, yeah, every weekend will be in their Bible. I yeah. just think that's so cool. Yeah, it's to me, it's just what keeps us strong, you know, and faith. And is that a huge part of the culture? And not to sound ignorant, yeah, I just, I don't yeah, know it, a it lot, is. But. Yeah, it's. A, I, I was I was raised on a Catholic church, you know, yeah. like and my mom all pretty, you know, like church every weekend, you know, yeah. And yeah. But like here, I I usually go to like Life Church, you know. I really enjoy and some music, you know, and, yeah. and it's. But you know, like I I pray a lot at home too, and it's then the foundation myself, of everything yeah. we do, man. That yeah. relationship with God is is it's number one. Yeah. And, and nothing else works without it. Yeah. Not the way it's supposed to anyways. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't care what anybody says. Unless you have that relationship, nothing else is going to work the way it's supposed yeah. to. 
It's yeah. cool to see, man. It's really cool. Well, uh, you do a lot of time steal the show in the locker room. Like we, <laughs> we talk about that a lot. We laugh, and uh, you've certainly brought uh, a fun energy. Um, your joy to be around. I'm super proud not only of what you've done, but to call you a friend. And uh, and coming from a fan who obviously doesn't get to see you in the locker room, but sees you in the arena, I love watching you. I Thank love watching you. you guys. I don't think for, like, I don't doubt for one second that you guys don't have it under control or I, you know, I know that you guys are going to handle it. You're going to do everything you can to make sure everything's safe. And it's awesome watching you. Thanks, so- Megan. That's a really good point, though. Yeah. Like, when, when you think about it, fans get super scared. And, like, to hear that, that, like, no, I know they got it under control. Yeah, there's not – That's There's pretty no cool. fear there with you guys Well, to me, I think about, like, uh, like firefighters. You know, you see them going to, like, a place that's burning. Like, right. They're running they, they towards can't, the They fire. can't be panicking. Right. You know, they got to be in control because yeah. they're there to help someone. Yeah. And I think we're the same, you know, like it, if the fans on the stand are looking at us and we're panicking, like oh, yeah. what those guys are doing there, you know, like they. Yeah, they, they don't belong. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we got to keep it calm, you know, like at that moment, we're not thinking much. We're just acting, you know. Yeah. Reaction and, and just muscle memory. Yeah. Well, there's not a doubt. There's, all, I mean, it's very obvious you guys are under yeah. control. And, and what. What makes my job easier, it's being with guys that you know if you go down, they're going to be there yeah, for you. that you trust. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll yeah. we'll kind of end on a lighthearted note. A <laughs> couple of things real quick. How bad, has anybody ever like completely butchered your name in the States? Like, like has anybody wrong? ever like completely messed up your name? Yeah, a few times. Have I? <laughs> I mean, not, not now all of a sudden. The way he looks at me, I'm like, oh, He's shit. He's like, you Am say I it wrong guy? every uh, week. I don't think so, because <laughs> Lucas is pretty, yeah, pretty that, I, simple. I think I got that one. Yeah. I got that one. But like, uh, Teodoro, I, I don't know. It doesn't sound too hard, but... I Hey, I remember coming to you in a locker room in some random touring pro and saying, tell me how to say your last name. <laughs> Teodoro. Theodore, and I look at you like with a question mark on my face, and be like, "Is that right?" Yeah. And, and I remember, I remember specifically going through this with you, like, Tell just me to make sure that wrong. I said it right. Yeah, because yeah, because if if I'm wrong, I want to know. Yeah. Because hey, that's like, important. It's disrespectful, I think. Oh, and it I, pisses I, me off. Look, look, no, let me get this out because <laughs> it pisses me off when I know how to say a guy's name because I've went and I've asked that guy yeah. multiple times and. Then I hear somebody that that does it and doesn't care enough to try to get it right. Yeah, I'm not always going to be right, and I'm going to screw up sometimes, but at least be respectful enough to yeah. try to get it right. Well, that's part of your job too. You, you know, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, but I I know it can get can be hard. You know, my yeah. middle name would be easier. Belly. What is it? Belly. No, like like Billy or uh, Belly. B e l l i. Belly. Belly. Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of. Like <laughs> belly. belly. It's got like, there in Brazil, we do like a middle name. It's your mother's maiden name. Oh, okay. And That's uh, your last name is your uh, dad's last name. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That. Yeah. That's and uh, Belly is from Italy, you know, so that's the back of my mom's part. They came from Italy to Brazil. Really? Yeah. So, like, do you know how far back, like, her family was? 
I think it was uh, her grand, great grandma, grandfather. Uh, really? Yeah, grandpa. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. So okay, so do you like do you love Italian food? Or oh yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Dang I'm I'm pasta. as white as they get. I ain't got any Italian in, uh, my, in my family. But I love all Italian garden. food. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but if, but I now I got to get the zoodles because if I don't, I'll get super fat and bloated. Yeah. Like, that, um, the oh the, the last thing, oh, the buzz buzz, the bumblebee. Like now, and Clint, he'll go on and on and on about you know the what call him the murder hornet or the bumblebee or whatever. For fans that have no idea what the hell we're talking about, it all comes from the socks. Oh yeah. I had a white socks with the black stripes, and then I had a, I just got me a black one with white stripes. And I think Clint said one day, man, I think the yellow stripes would look good. And I look at him, man, I think you're right. And then, <laughs> Clint, the fashion yeah. expert that he is, <laughs> and Flint said the same. I think it would be all right. And then I went on Amazon and I found some. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, back in the day, uh, Rick, uh, Rick Chapman, yeah, he was like the bumblebee, and yeah. he had socks like that, and that's yeah. pretty much how it. That's where it came from. Yeah, I love that's it. That's funny. Because now every weekend, at some point, when you make a good save, we're like buzz, buzz. <laughs> you know, I just I think it's fun. And again, there's a lot of little things that we do in our show that yeah, nobody is. else notices. Wait, but. before we end, I want to go to because you. We, if we keep doing this, we're going to be here for. <laughs> I know, but I just like it. Just reminded me because I was thinking about something. But not only. Are you fighting bulls? But sometimes you're mic'd up for CBS. Whoa, whoa, time out. Yeah, we can't. We can't not talk about time that. Out. Because there was a time when you got asked to do television with two American bullfighters, <laughs> and they thought the, the Brazilian was best best equipped to speak English. Meaning, like CBS mics up a bullfighter, and like to right. give that kind of perspective for the. TV show, yeah. and a lot of times it's Cody Webster, yeah, um, and, or Jesse Byrne, yeah, or yeah. Jesse, yeah. It but, ain't Frank Newsome because he no. don't want any part yeah. of it. <laughs> but I saw you with the mic on one day, and I was like, "What? Lucas is doing CBS? That is so about cool!" That. Yeah, like uh, I think it was before uh, Indianapolis. I knew that uh, Cody wasn't going, right? Or uh, I don't think I think uh, Shorty wasn't going too, and Jesse said, "Oh." You know, like Uh-oh. that day, that week, I said, "Man, I somebody's gonna have to do the TV." You know, like, and then <laughs> how much different is it? Because we've even talked to Webster about it. How like mentally exhausting it is to have to think about TV stuff and fight bulls, and it just like exhausts him. Is it different for you? It was a little bit, you know, and uh, and special for me because I got to think what I'm gonna the words that I'm gonna use. That I really know how to yeah say, to say. Right. translate like yeah, yeah you like, know make sure you the, get your point across. So first time I was you know nervous you know but I when they called me I I called uh, Cody and, and and Frank talked to them about it and but I always had in my mind that my priority is fighting bulls yeah if I screw in the TV I don't care I, right I don't want to screw fighting bulls you know right and and uh, the the TV guys, they're pretty nice too. They didn't use me much, you know. Like, <laughs> they just, t- they just took a, care of you. Yeah, yeah. A little. They were kind of easy on me, you know. And uh, 
And I think I didn't do too bad because I had to do two more times, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and on the last one in St. Louis, I was kind of more comfortable, you yeah. know, about doing it. But How cool is that for you, though? Like, does that even... Is that something you ever even dreamed of? Like thinking like, yeah, that oh. That wasn't part of the goal, I, was it? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to do this on TV too. Like how no, cool. It wasn't something that I dreamed about, but at the same time, I was proud of myself. Yeah. Know? Heck yeah. We, I, I don't know if I wasn't there or something, but I watched it on CBS yeah. and I was like, that's Lucas. I was like, that's so cool. You can ask her. And, and you and I talked about this. That is the only <laughs> broadcast I've watched. Like it's the only time that I went home and said, I got to go back and watch the TV. Yeah. It, it I just, remember just, you telling yeah. me. Yes. That's the, still the, the first one is still the only episode I've watched all year long, <laughs> yes. but I went just to see you. Yeah. Like I, I, I you personally, I thought that was super Thank cool. Thank you. Yes. You know, it's, 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 it's hard for me, but at the same time it was like, damn, I'm, I'm not American. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, my first language, it's not english right and they give me to do this so it's i, I was proud of myself yeah heck yeah. yeah you should That's be so, yeah. yeah you absolutely, you absolutely should, should be. be i'm proud of you yeah <laughs> i think it's so cool i'm like i'm still i'm i'm excited because i look at it from the historical perspective of all right you're the first brazilian ever to fight bulls the world finals uh and they thought you were better at speaking english than the other two guys that were in the locker room so let's go with the brazilian well one of the times i tried to get cooper to do hey go ahead coop do it hell no oh man (laughs) that's awesome yeah that it was cooper and frank right yeah the first time in there and frank like don't even ask him oh that's so funny all right so for people that aren't already uh how do they follow you social media what is Uh, it on instagram it's lucas bullfighter Okay. And uh L U C A S. L U C A S and Bowfighter. Uh on Facebook it's Lucas Teodoro Professional Bowfighter. Okay. My T E O D O R O. All right. There. And my personal page is Lucas Teodoro. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So Lucas Teodoro Bullfighter on uh Facebook, but Lucas Bullfighter on Instagram. Yeah. That's where I get all my information. <laughs> that's that's where I get yeah, everything. I'm, I'm trying to get better on posting stuff you know sometimes i go a few days without putting anything in there that's it's okay. just it's, yeah, that's, i that's promise okay. you it, it's hard <laughs> yeah it's hard but you're busy like, yeah <laughs> you got things to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you realize that like people want to keep up with it like, yeah, yeah i know it's and it's uh, important we gotta get back to the fans you know like the people that follow on us and yeah because yeah. like like i said seeing you and gabriel like those pictures like they just they they melt me like, yeah i think it's thanks. so cool man it's 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 neat, you know, Super like, cool. yeah. Uh, anything else before we bounce out of here? No, I just want to thank you, Matt, for having me here, you know, Appreciate Megan. It, yeah, it's I, a it's, pleasure. It's late. As we record this, uh, <laughs> we just did a show. We just finished Nampa. It is late. It is already into the Sunday morning, so I appreciate you. And <laughs> yes, I, I, I didn't even ask you what time welcome. your flight is. My <laughs> oh, I, I don't fly out till one thirty. Okay. Oh, so, okay. okay, so we can and all I, sleep and in. Yeah, and you know, like, it's hard for me to go to sleep right after the bull ride. Same. I bet. Yeah, same. I got a few hours in me before, I, and then I'm just, I crash. Yeah. And then I'm done. I need a break, so. Same well, man, here. I appreciate you doing this. We, we've tried to do this a, a few times, so <laughs> it worked out. Timing is perfect. I yeah. appreciate it, man. Thank you, Matt. All right, buddy. All right.